Howdy friend, welcome to Homegrown, I'm your host R.P. Smith. We've been running pretty hard this past week trying to get caught up before I head down to Silver Dollar City, Missouri for a couple of weeks. The festival that I'll be a part of is called Salute to the Great American Cowboy. I received my schedule this past week and was surprised by the talent that they have lined up for this festival. I'm looking forward to getting to meet and hear some folks perform that I've heard so many good things about, but have not had a chance to cross trails with. If any of you homegrown listeners happen to be coming to Branson, come on down to Silver Dollar City. Please look me up at the Poet Stage and say hello. I thought I'd share an almost historical piece this morning. The idea for this poem came from Solomon Butcher's History of Custer County and was written by Jess Gandy, one of the early residents of Custer County who happened to own a good share of the ground where the town of Broken Bow was built. I have titled this poem, The Inventors. Wise men often mention, necessity precedes invention. I'm here to say this isn't always so. Sometimes the circumstances while stepping through life's dances are fumbled on while giving the job a go. On the plains of Custer County gather in her wild bounty in the form of native plum and choke cherry. Jess Gandy and his missus tell as they reminisces of a summer out and ever oh so merry. The year of 1881 when our story had begun. Jess Gandy from the wagon he had strayed. Absorbed in gathering fruit when he hears his sweetheart shoot Jess runs back to the wagon some dismayed. Then praising his wife's luck, she had shot a four-point buck, venison they'd have with fresh plum sauce. Looking closer they did find, they might be in a bind. They must act quickly or suffer up a loss. For the deer that Mrs. Gandy gunned was really only stunned and appeared to be recovering of his senses. They had not another load and a knife had not been stowed, Wild Plum did not require such defenses. Not long did Gandy stand, as fervently he planned, he quickly threw the buck into the wagon. With yards of halter rope he had found a way to cope. His darling thought his plan just might be lagging. As Jess straddled that buck's neck, he hollered, Let him go, by heck! Jarvis Kimes' place is just half a mile away. Mrs. Gandy held the horses straight, with no time to debate, for the deer from his slumber now did stray. As Mr. Buck and Mr. Gandy had a match that was a dandy, the wagon encountered each formation of the plain. Gopher mounds and badger hollows, cat steps and buffalo wallows, while freighting a clattering cyclone on a runaway train. The team's fears had been ignited by the passengers' cries excited, the sound of hooves and antlers shred and clothes and wood. It seemed the worst of times before they reached the home of Kimes, the buck being the only one still looking good. The team stood there winded, Mrs. Gandy's driving she defended, just clung to the buck wearing ribbons head to feet. The wagon that had been their pride no longer claimed to either side. All remaining was floorboards and driver's seat. 
So there you have my story that brings Custer County glory. I've given the facts as they have been presented. The collaboration of folks named Gandy and a deer that came in handy on the day that the buckboard was invented. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning, hoping that it's raining at your place, that the Lord blesses you real good today, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.